Ladies and gentlemen, tonight the BBC takes a random dip into its seasonal brand top and comes up with... Oh, look what we've got. A Beyond Our Ken musical extravaganza. Oh, well, you can't be lucky every time. Beyond Our Ken proudly presents Island Treasure, breathtaking spectacle in glorious corner color. Hear it on the new wide microphone. It took eight years to make. I was just a child when it started. <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> Island Treasure is packed with excitement. See Kenneth Williams fight the giant anaconda. Mm, no, don't make no bell. <laughs> See Hugh Paddock as the villainous Long John Silver. I wouldn't leave my little wooden leg for you. See Betty Marsden as the only woman alone on board a ship full of men. They're so demanding. <laughs> I've never danced so many socks in my life. See the new Kenneth Horn, the gay, romantic Kenneth Horn. Yes, all this and 20 new hit songs from the pen of Irving Creek Whistle. <laughs> well, that's just a foretaste of what's in store. This production of Island Treasure is having its world premiere tonight at the Corn Exchange Titchfield. And the BBC has made arrangements to bring you this show. You'd think they'd have something better to do. Oh, well, first of all, we're going over to the Squire to meet some of the celebrities attending this glittering first night. So over now to our commentator, Cecil Smith. Hello, listeners. This is Cecil Smith speaking to you from the Corn Exchange, Titchfield. What a throng of gay, sophisticated first-nighters there are here. Get away! God, truth! Ah, over there, I've just spotted a very well-known BBC personality, fellow commentator of mine. I say, uh, glad to see you made it. Uh, did you have a good journey down? Well, the going was very hard, and I got away to a good start, and for the first few miles it was neck and neck with a bubble car. But I, I managed to hold off a challenge from a fast sports car, then coming into the home stretch down the Titchfield High Road, across the headed traffic lights, and another, a lady cyclist coming up on the inside, very fast indeed, 250 yards to go. A wrong voice making his effort on the near side, now 150 yards to go. And at the post office, it was a clear win for me by two lengths, with a bubble car second and a Rolls Royce third. <laughs> Well done, and nice to see you again, Audrey Russell. <laughs> and uh, here's a regular first-nighter. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, well, now, what do you think this show will be like? Even though there shan't bother to watch the rest of the thing, I'll be in the bar, oh boy. I might pop in for half an hour or so for a nap, but that's all. Oh, well, then why did you come in the first place? Well, I have to, old boy. I'm a dramatic critic. <laughs> Well, now, most of the celebrities have gone in now, so it's time for me to join them inside. Tickets, please, sir. <laughs> Don't be silly. I don't need a ticket. You do to get in here. No one gets in without a ticket. But I'm from the BBC. That's your problem. <laughs> I'm afraid you couldn't get in here if you were Cecil Snape himself. But I am Cecil Snape. Oh, there you are, sir. I've just told you. <laughs> you can't get in. But you don't understand the BBC are broadcasting this show. All right, then I'll compromise. Your microphone can go in, but you can't. But how shall I know what's going on? Well, if I were you, I'd listen to it on the wireless. All right, well, say, now look here, my well, man. You'd better hurry, too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And on behalf of the cast, may I welcome you to our show. I would like to thank the Dagenham Girl Pipers for their cooperation. They're nothing to do with the show, but they have been most cooperative. <laughs> The costumes for the show were provided by the well-known lady costumier, Miss Fitz of Hackney. With the exception of the Long John Silver outfit, 
which was kindly lent to us by Miss Alma Coulter. <laughs> I should point out that we've done a long tour with Island Treasure, and there's been a certain amount of rewriting. To give you an idea of how much, well, uh, when we started this production, it was cat on a hot tin roof. <laughs> However, providing there haven't been any further rewrites while I've been speaking to you, you're now going to be treated to our production of Island Treasure, which, need I say, is a backward version of Treasure Island. Mr. Fennelly, over to please. Come down to see you on your way. Well, pity you can't sing us on our way. Oh, but I can. Look, 
There's the Variety Orchestra all lined up on the key. Oh, well, it'll be the first time they've ever been on key. Sing, Pat. I've always found it easy to say no to some over-anxious Joe. In my time, I've turned any amount down. But with you, I can't resist. Because before we've even my heart begins to start the countdown. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Bang! I'm cool, calm, and collected. There I see your face. My control is projected into outer space. I can't wait to be loved by you. Bring out the beat to me, baby, do. May feel drowsy and lazy till you ring my bell. Then for action I'm crazy, baby, can't you tell? I light up at the sight of you. Bring out the Do. 
And let's face it, Sober, I speak a choice. I better than you do. You see, you're a real scholarly bird. I wanted to have an education I never had. He went to a public public school, you know. <laughs> Even not recently, no. Mm, that's a very old joke. I happen to be a very old bird. Well, now, Long John. Long John, you ought to be our cook, then. I, I am that. Uh, I hope your ship be well stocked with beef. Yes, it is. Good. Then I'll be a happy man. I'll get below with the two things I like most in the world. Boiled beef and pirates. Boiled beef and pirates. Well, Jim, come on. We'd better get aboard. Oh, look, the sails are opening. Oh, good. We may be able to pick up a couple of cheap laughs. <laughs> Captain, we've been at sea for three weeks now. I must say the crew seem to be settling down well. I wouldn't be too sure. I don't trust that long John Silver. There's something evil brewing. Yes, he calls it shepherd's pie. I don't mean that. It's the men. There's something going on. Everywhere I look, there are strange little groups of them whispering, plotting. Just look at those two bloodthirsty specimens on the upper deck. Yes, I wonder what they're saying. Hello, Rodney. Hello, Charles. <laughs> I say, what do you think of my tipper? <laughs> it knocks mine into a cocked hat. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I don't know. The silk scarf and earrings are very becoming. <laughs> yes, but everyone could see everyone on board wearing them. Most yes. disconcerting. If I'd known, I just wouldn't have come on this cruise. <laughs> Here, after all, the food's not bad. No, I suppose the cook does his best. But let's face it, Rogers, this Long John Silver's no bon viveur. Oh. <laughs> I, I must say, one gets a little tired of salt beef every day. Oh. Come on, you two lazy lovers. Jump to it or you're going to taste to the rope then. Mm, well, that'll make a change from salt beef. <laughs> you see, Trelawney, their insolence is growing. I tell you, there's something very peculiar going on board this ship. Another thing, there's one of the crew that keeps going into the powder room. Well, what's so unusual about that? With a handbag. <laughs> Look, there he goes again. Oh, it's all right, Captain. I'll deal with this. He must have got on board, all right. I say, hello, Gladys. What did he call me, Squire? <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought it was somebody else. Were you looking for me, Squire? Oh, there you are. What's the meaning of this? I thought I said no women aboard. All right, Captain. I'll take the responsibility of Miss Rumbold. She can help with the navigation. I'm sure she'd be willing to show us our longitude. Of course. And I hope a certain amount of latitude, too. <laughs> Come, Gladys. Join me in a drink. Here's my cabin. Now, then, what about a spot of rum? Rum? Oh, no, I never drink that stuff. You know what they say? You can't get a man with a rum. Oh, don't, don't you believe it? Rum for two and two for rum. Well, I'm your palate. And I'm your chum. Because having rum is so much fun together. Lovely snuggin' 
when you've got a noggin. It always enhances those ships or the romances. We, we won't, won't have it, oh dear, that we've got a keg down here. We can have a private three. A top for you and a top for me. Oh, oh can't you see how tiddly we will be? Here's a doubloon. You keep quiet. No, I wasn't listening outside this door. I've been inside a barrel of apples. Good heavens, why? I was just polishing off a few pippins. <laughs> but guess what I heard? They are planning a mutiny. But who are the apples? No, no. The crew. It's Long John Silver. He's planning to grab the treasure for himself. Well done, Jim Hawkins. This is valuable information. How fortunate you were hiding in that barrel of apples. Well, you know me, I'd do anything for the cause. <laughs> well, that's really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Come on, Jim. Come on, Jim. We must tell the captain. Captain, that's how it is. Now you know the whole story. Well, I didn't hear all of it because of that blasted music link. <laughs> but you say Long John plans to take the treasure when we get ashore. Well, that's true. But how far are we from Treasure Island? Well, we're a long way from the original version. <laughs> we should be in sight of land soon. I'll ask the lookout. Hey there, you up there in the crow's nest, what can you see? Hold on, sir, I'll have a shook you through my spyglass. <laughs> Oh, yes. I spy with my little eyes something beginning with S. Oh, yes, yes. I can distinctly see her name. It's the SS Hispaniola. Oh, that's us, you fool. Oh, yes. There it is. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I've got my spy glass upside down. Can't you see any land, eh? Sorry, I can't see a thing. Why not? I'm blinded by the spray. <laughs> oh, what a lookout. I shall have to get rid of him if he doesn't mind his P's and Q's. Oh, it is S's you want to worry about. <laughs> Listen, there's murmuring coming from the forecastle. Oh, it's only some of the men singing. What are they singing? It sounds like the folks who live on the hill. <laughs> no, it's not. Come on, let's get closer and we can listen. Shiver my timbers, it's the Fraser Hayes Ball. I haven't seen the light since I was born when an old sea captain with a sea boot on said, Johnny, come down to Hilo. Poor old man, oh waiter, oh shaker, oh wait, that girl with a blue dress from when Johnny comes down to Hilo. Poor old man, I love a little girl across the sea. She's a baby in beauty and she says to me, oh Johnny, come down to Hilo. Mobile Bay, where they take long play and breakfast every day. Oh, Johnny comes in the high low for cool men. 
<laughs> I've been here alone now for 65 years. I've never seen a woman in all that time. I don't even remember what one looks like. Well, I'm one. Well, I'm Miss Macabre. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh, did you say you were with Captain Flint? Yes, I was one of his lighter men. <laughs> well, we have a map showing Flint's buried treasure. No, it's no good. I've moved it. I'm the only one who knows where it is. Well, would you be prepared to lead us to the treasure, Ben Gunn? I will, I will, I will, I will if I get a share of it. Oh, of course. One more thing, mister. You take me back to England with you. I left home 65 years ago. Well, then you must be anxious to get back. Yes, I have a funny feeling I left the cash on. <laughs> Follow me. Meanwhile, back at the camp. Now, I'll give you the map if you give me the pistol back. Oh, all right, here you are, then. Right, stick them up. Hand over that map. All right, Long John. Stand right where you are. Curses. Followed again. Well, it's your own fault, Silver. You really are the stupidest old buccaneer I've ever seen. <laughs> I may be, but I'm still a good cook. And boiled parrot on the menu. Come here, Polly. Or oh, slit your kisses from no, here. No, no, you mustn't. No. Well, now, that got rid of Long John Silver. <laughs> right has come to breathe it. And as for the treasure, well, there's enough here for everyone. Hooray! Come on, let's get the treasure back to England. Oh, hooray. Just a minute, who are you? The Chancellor of the Exchequer. Oh! Good gracious, who shot the Chancellor in his Exchequer? I did. That is why. Well, after all, we should have our end. Our show has run its chanted course. Quite clever, if not good. We've all learned something from it. Next year, Robin Hood. Listening to a war of just myth, beyond our Ken's seasonal offering, Island Treasure. The various parts were played by a versatile cast, including Kenneth Williams, Hugh Paddock, Betty Marsden, Bill Pertwee, and Kenneth Hall. Patricia Lancaster, the Fraser Hayes Four, and the BBC Variety Orchestra, conducted by Paul Fennelly, provided a welcome relief from the script, which was, of course, written by those two pirates, Eric Merriman and Barry Took. Your announcer was Douglas Smith, and the whole ghastly business was produced by bloodthirsty Jake Brown. (laughs) 